Welcome, guys, to another episode of Leave It To Be. I'm extremely excited. I'm ecstatic, honestly, for today's interview. Um, But first and foremost, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of a community where not only do uh, I talk about the importance of mental health, but also the importance of taking time for you, self-love. You know what I'm saying? And as being a part of this community, this has just been such an incredible honor to be able to share on such a powerful platform and talk to so many amazing people who not only inspire me, but I'm sure inspire you as well. And I just want to encourage you to be the best version of you. Okay. And so in this podcast episode, I will be interviewing one of my favorite artists. And I don't just mean that because I'm just interviewing him today. I mean that because if you really know me, you know how much I absolutely adore this person. Um, Their vocals are incredible. I think they are just such a slept on artist. Um, And I'm just ready to get into this interview, y'all, because I'm geeked. I'm ready. You can tell by my energy it is up today because you'll find out after this. Here we go. Let's get it. Leave it to be and let it be. be. This podcast gives you all the insight that you need to know about mental health, fitness, relationships. Is your ex trash? Let's talk about what real, real love looks like. Okay. Love yourself and don't give a f- <laughs> Leave it to be and let it be. Hosted by me, Brianna. Duh. <laughs> All right, you guys, so today's episode is really exciting for me because he's actually one of my favorite artists. So if you know, you know, if you don't, you're gonna get to know. (laughs) But he is a singer, a songwriter, a father, a husband. His phone is ringing because he's just booked and busy. <laughs> Eric Bellinger. <laughs> What's up, y'all? That was an easy call. I'm here. That was just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, my cue. You feel me? What's up, Brianna? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a great cue. Love it here. Um, so how does it feel to change so many lives, Eric? Because, you know, you're responsible for so many babies. <laughs> You know, it feels good. You know, I'm doing this music with a purpose. Right. And I'm making music that I love and that I Mm -hmm. feel necessary to the culture of be. And, you know, when people receive it the way that I have been seeing lately, it just motivates me to keep going, you know, especially in that realm of R&B. Like, it's the best genre there is. Mm -hmm. So someone needs to really just focus on it you know and I've been one of the ones and I just want to go back to the beginning of where it all started because um I know you're from Los Angeles and kind of just take us on the quick version of the journey and the process man so I know a lot of people might know me just in LA you know Mm -hmm. in LA you definitely know Eric Bellinger um from being in singing groups yeah shows I don't perform that every high school, been on every high school tour. And my fans and my friends and my family just kind of grew with me, mm-hmm. you know? So if you in LA and you knew about me, it was more so like, we rooting for you, you know? And I've always felt that. I've always felt that support from peers in the industry and people that I've just met along my journey. So, you know, I started off doing the singing groups 
after the singing groups, I was writing, focusing on writing because when I got out of the singing groups, contractually, I really couldn't do too much, you know. So it's yeah. like, let me figure out how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna work because I'm a workaholic. What we gotta do? So yeah. I just I just started writing. That did it. That did it. You know, like when you become someone that's of service and that can be an asset not a liability when people could have you in the room and you're going to bring joy and you're going to bring great ideas and you're going to bring positive vibes. That's what got me in the rooms and that's what kept me around, you know, and mm-hmm. as I, you know, was sending demos to A&Rs, it would be like, yo, who is this singing? Like, why are you not putting these songs out yourself? Because I was so used to writing and it started going good and I just wanted to keep striking while the iron was hot. Mm. So after a while, it was like the a and was like, yo, you just need to put these out yourself. Like, just put them out. Yeah. And then it just begun. So how does this feel now with you being an artist and you're not being able to perform in front of people? You know, with COVID, I feel like it's so weird for you guys. Like, what do you do now just to keep yourself occupied and in the right mindset? Because I'm sure you miss that, you know, being around your fans. No, that was definitely one of the big pushes that kept me going. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing the people that I make the music for mm-hmm. respond to it in person. Yeah. You know, right now, it's like I see people on the stories and it's dope. But to come together and share that same room with the energy of, of us all singing along and in a camaraderie, you know, like community just all on the same page i work my ass off for these songs you in your car grinding every day and day i work or if you want a gym when we link up it's a family reunion yeah you know so now it's just like man when we finally link again it's gonna be crazy but in the meantime it's just been me getting the joy of making music for real you know, I've had more time and make more music. And the biggest issue now is I have too many songs. <laughs> I had too many before, but now I'm like, it's, it's really crazy. Like picking albums is now difficult. Like it was fun. Yeah. I'm doing them, I'm putting them out, I'm doing them. But now I got so many songs. Oh, snap. Like and every song is like, maybe I'm like, y'all want me to drop this album down to how many songs? 12? Every song's a banger. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> Are you going to drop anything for Valentine's Day? Yes. I got a project I'm working on right now, me and Hitmaker. Okay. One and that's right. Easy. Mm-hmm. And we're dropping that joint that weekend. This is exclusive. Oh. So by the 14th, you're going to have 14 bangers for you oh. and Bay. Well, yeah. not for me and Bay because I don't have one, but. <laughs> PB. It's okay. <laughs> Well, look, you'll have them to keep you satisfied. Yeah, <laughs> for, for future Bay. Yeah, for future Bay. Yeah, and speaking of Bay, I mean, I want to get back to the music in just a second, but you are in a successful relationship, at least from what we see from the gram. What yeah. advice would you say or you give to people like myself, just young, looking at you guys, and I'm like, man, they have the ideal marriage and relationship how do you with such a busy schedule how do you deal you know i think you gotta find that right person oh okay you can't just vibe with everybody that's right no and i feel like once people find the right one you really really gotta know that okay i'm willing to 
sacrifice everything for this person because until then it's like you're going to be struggling in a relationship. You're going to be having a lot of disagreements. It's not going to be smooth. You're going to feel like you're forcing it. And all that, I always ran away from those relationships. So Mm -hmm. the reason I'm able to identify with the correct one is because I was able to stay away from and realize what I didn't want from the Mm. other situations, you know? But I I paid attention and it was like, nah, that ain't it, that ain't it, that ain't it. But I love you, but that ain't it, like for forever. any girl in the past of mine, we ain't break up on no bullshit or like, it was just always like, yo, it's just not it right now. Like the timing is just not working. Yeah. I never broke nobody's heart. Nobody really ever broke my heart. It was just like, this just ain't it. And I love you for it, but it's not it. Did you have like a breakdown of what you were looking for and a woman prior to finding your wife? Um, I think it was really like, what I, I just knew what what I didn't like what the, okay. the things that I didn't like you know like and it wasn't nothing that I had a checklist had checklist wise but I know when I did link with Lamaya it was like damn you know it was just like because I'm such a chill person so I need someone right. chill you know what I mean but at the same time I love God so bam you love God and we able to pray and we able to connect on that level and now it's like okay I used to do music oh damn I do music but she understands music in a way that lets me be free Mm. but at the same time I don't never hang myself with the rope that she gave me Mm. because I just know that what I have is so rare nothing is worth that you definitely give me hope in your music because I'm like you know you found your right you've been through you've been through some females you know and then you find the one and you're like I got the one I don't care if my friends clown me or not okay I'm in love early we've been married for a long time like people was like booed up now we've been married going on seven years you know like back then as an R&B artist like it wasn't really the cool thing you know and I just didn't care because to me the cool thing being yeah. a cool king you can't Period. be a king without a queen so anybody yes. say king if you ain't got no queen stop talking can we normalize real love like why is why is that like not a thing I'm it's just not like... a thing right I, I think i think guys talk to these men please wrong idea you know i think it's been praying yeah. so long that it's like multiple chicks and you hit it and you out here and you pass it to the homie now you hit it yeah what it's like uh, i think they haven't been loved Mm. felt love so they don't even know what they missing out on but i think women have entered into this demon time era where it's like they've been hurt for so long it's low-key too late for a lot of people it's like too late like it's just late and i'm not saying i'm just saying like for people to like grasp on to like oh you'll be really there for me and love me forever it's mm-hmm. kind of some people's hearts have been jaded and tainted so crazy but mm-hmm. it's possible because you know i'm a living witness the show I mean, seriously, give us some type of hope because these men, I freshly, I freshly, I'm just like out of a relationship. So that's why I'm talking all this mess, but I believed in it at one point in time. But I mean, I definitely believe in, you know, just having a close relationship with the man above and whatever happens is going to happen and we'll go from there. Like there is no pressure. It's all good. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and when it's right, you're going to know it's right. Yeah. And it's put in, I suggest 
just being alone and finding you like to people mm-hmm. like, just really like learn what that shit means to like do nothing and like and just focus on you and focus on because once your shit is all the way together like you become more attractive not, in, not right. externally but internally you know because mm-hmm. you feel that you feel it you feel like and you're able to walk in that like man i'm confident the confidence comes with it come from within and mm-hmm. then it glows on the outside did you go through that journey of just being alone you know for me it's interesting because i was always the person that I got out of one relationship and I jumped into another one. Mm. I got out of one relationship, I jumped into another one. So I don't feel like I was the best at do, at like taking breaks in between relationships. Yeah. But I just knew when it was the one so much that it snapped me into who I needed to be, who okay. I needed to become out of respect for her and what I knew that she could, you know, bring to me my other half. You know what I mean? Like, yo, she's a benefit because she makes you feel better about yourself. Mm. Does anybody else feel that? Or is it just passing time? It feels good in the moment. But she makes me actually feel like I'm learning something here with you. You know, this is... And what do you say to people who do that? Just exactly that. They they bounce from one relationship to another because I have a girlfriend like that because she told me she legit just doesn't like being alone. And yeah. she'll tell each and every guy she loves them. And I'm like, but you just told him like three weeks ago, you love him. So it's like, yeah, I know it's a thing where if you if you it could harm you because you don't never really allow yourself time to heal. Mm. You know, and I think when I got out of my the, the relationship before Lamaya, we were like on some, it was like, let's take this break. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. I thought that's what it was going to be. And then I linked with Lamaya. I was like, hey, I know we said we were going to break, <laughs> but let me break it to you like this. Yikes. Uh, and how do you do that? I'm sure she was heartbroken, but it is what it is. I thought it was a real break, you know? It wasn't like yeah. I was seeing her on a low before. It was just like, nah, man, well, you know, you know, you know, like, that's it, you know? And then I think Malamaya being the type of person she is, like, mm-hmm. she just wanted me to encourage me become the person that I was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. And as I was going on my journey with Googling everything there was to find about religion and love and conspiracy theories and yeah. space and aliens <laughs> and you know when you <laughs> go on that journey when you just start googling meditation right um, all just everything just trying to increase my brain um and expand this my everything like a, as far as like the level of my frequency and thought it's like i wasn't here when i met her you know what i'm yeah. saying so it's like she even pushed me to and made me feel comfortable enough to just whoever I am and whoever I become, I'm going to be in love with that person, too. Mm, that's beautiful. Now, what do you do? Because I'm sure you're just so busy. You have a lot going on. Your father, you know, your husband. Yeah. Do you have like a morning ritual or a nighttime routine? Because I'm sure you're mental. That's so important. You know, like yeah. clearing that space. What do you do yeah. to prepare yeah. for your days? It is, man. I I really like to meditate in the morning, like 
the days that I don't do that, I notice a difference. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I like yeah. it's, and it's simple ones. They got ones that are like five minute breathing exercise, or they got ten minute breathing exercise, or they have like the one that's quiet, just mm, and you can like right. you can let your mind like all those thoughts that you have during the day, you can kind of sort them out like a file cabinet in your brain instead mm-hmm. of just being cluttered all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that I like I like that and you know, all of those things wouldn't have happened if I didn't feel comfortable enough to just mm. take my time. And, you know, I think with her being older than me, she like imparted a lot of knowledge and wisdom on me that I'm like, man, I, I can't really, I can't really like, it's priceless. You know, I can't mm. put, put a, put a thanks on that. Yeah. Shout out to wifey. So she taught you how to meditate basically. So she was already into like yoga, okay. you know, and like, all that i was not for sure and you know she was just like you gotta just try it and i'm like all right and then i think i went one time with i think usher might have been like hey bro you meditate and i was like yeah you know what i'm saying i've been meditating and shit you know what i'm saying like he told me forever ago i said so now or or, or, or he said let's go to yoga he said mm. you know, do yoga and then i think that's when i was like damn usher said he'd be doing yoga and she was like i'm trying to tell you I went and did it and, it, and it's just like that's just a part of the whole like the community is like yeah it's peace it's mindfulness it's self awareness it's like bro when you learn all that shit you you that's when you you tap into your weapons you know you because do. It's like you, you nobody can really like like even your enemy shooting you they not a physical gun but like right. the negative energy and negative comments you're able to deflect it and you're able to put up a shield you know, that's kind of kind of rooted in, and found and the foundation is in, in peace. Yeah. So like, you really there. It's like, man, you think you're gonna bring me out of my peace? Like, bro, that's like difficult if, if you really root it. If mm-hmm. you walking around already negative, um, you know, pessimistic, you know, you see the glass half full, it's like, yeah, but when somebody come knock it over, you're gonna have an attitude. You come knock my glass over, I'm gonna be like, damn, man, I'm gonna go get another one, you know. <laughs> Like you know, it's like people take it and they can get thrown, or they can, you know, they can just be, you know, uh, 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 what is it like? Claim the reality. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's really important in our community. That's why I have this podcast. I mean, it's based and centered around mental health, and I really want our people, black and brown people, to really understand and comprehend the importance of mental health and uh, taking time for you every single day. Even like you said, if it's five minutes, because that's a game changer. Nobody can like kill your peace. You know, if you are centered and you prepare for that every day, you know, it's so important. Every day, especially now, we live in the craziest time. So it's Ooh. like, you got to know that the madness is coming. you got to yeah. put on your armor. You know, you got to shield up. you got to put your guard on when you step out into the world so that when life throws its obstacles at you, you really are not bothered, not just saying it. Right. But you're really not bothered. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, too, with COVID, there was so much going on for you. Were there any moments that you were scared or, like, nervous throughout this process? Like... Man, you know, I just didn't know what to expect, you know, without the yeah. shows. I just looked at it. I always looked at it like, we'll be back soon. <laughs> yeah. A year and a half later. <laughs> we still here. <laughs> <The hell? laughs> like that was maybe not a year and a half, but a year. Yes. You know, it's been a year. Like It definitely has. 
we ain't doing nothing. So it's like, now I'm just hoping like, all right, hopefully by the summer. So, but like I said, I always, I'm optimistic. So I just feel like, yeah. like, for example, LA, they say we back hoping, you know, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> we're on a, we on a way and on the yeah. road to recovery. We are. Have you gone out to eat? Yeah, we just went yesterday. We were still outside. Sunday. So you see you outside. <laughs> they had the damn booth set up outside at El, Ma- El Mariachi. Ooh. Okay, I know that's right. You better be outside. <laughs> like with your mask, of course. Of course. Masked up, shoddy. You know, you walk in, things sit down at the table and they <laughs> take off. Kind of sense that makes. It doesn't, it doesn't. I don't get it, but are you going to take the vaccine? Nah, I'm not doing that. Okay, why though? Why are you not taking it? I'm not either, but I just want to know why you're not. <laughs> hey, listen, first of all, let's see what happens in six months to the people that took it because Hank Aaron. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I had a friend who took it and her arm was sore for two days. Yeah, same. I was like, what? Somebody told me the same thing too. I was like, I don't know what they have in that and I'm not going to be the guinea pig. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. I mean, <laughs> everything that we have to do as, you know, entertainers and, mm-hmm. you know, we got to like get tested all the time because it's right. still been like virtual shows and, you know, I've been having to get tested for everything, like different studio sessions. Sometimes we tell everybody to get tested. We got, you know, sticks, you know, in the, the blood joints. Like, we be doing all, all of them, you know? So. Yeah. Did you get COVID at all? No. Oh, ain't answer that. Me either. Yeah. Knocking on wood, okay? I've been outside, lucky. You... <laughs> A little bit. You've been much. active, I be okay? I be masked up shoddy, and you know, I built up my immune system over the years. <laughs> This man. Oh, my God. So I see you've been posting you and Diddy having a conversation. What's going on with this? You know? Well, yeah. Nah, he's, putting together, he's putting together the craziest. Um, where you at? Oh, there you go. R&B album. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's been calling everyone from all the dope producers, songwriters, artists. And, you know, it's just dope to see someone in his position doing it in this way, mm. all for love, you know, all for the love of R&B music, all for the love of sustaining what was the foundation of music. Yes. R&B music, soul music, you know, and he's not, he and, and he's like reaching out to people that he really trusts and loves their work. So for me, you know, was, I was honored. He was like, yo, FaceTime, like, yo, where you at? I need you at the house. Where are you? Can you come? Wow. So, you know, as soon as I went over there, it was just love. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy, yo. So I'm excited to be working on the project with him and working just so hands-on with him because he's Mm -hmm. still in, he's still in hungry mode. Like, Mm. you know what I'm saying? He's still like, all right, whatever we got to do, let's go crazy. You know, that's a dope thing to see him and learn from him at the same time while working side by side. Like, what are those conversations like with Diddy? That's just all right. So look, you seen that that video on Instagram when yeah. he's doing? I yeah. love Diddy <laughs> It's that times ten every day, every day really? live. When you hear it live, when you see the video, you feel the energy. But imagine wow. being in the room and really feeling that. Man, that's incredible. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like I'm motivated. I got a new battery in my back and charged up. Do you feel, do you feel, I don't know. I don't know if I should ask this. Do you feel emotional at all? Like 
being able to be in a room with such an iconic person. Yeah, man, I do. Because, you know, yeah. a lot of people don't really know my story and how I didn't really get no help. And I didn't really have no cosign. I've just been building my own leverage in order to have people, you know, jump aboard of following mm-hmm. and just believing in the Eric Bellinger brand. So when people take to my liking, it always is a special thing, you know, so I don't take it for granted. And, you know, all the blood, sweat and tears, you know, when you get, when it takes you a while, that long success, like that long journey, you get to really, really appreciate. You didn't forget nothing. I didn't forget six people at my shows. You know, I ain't forget going to the studio first when they're last one to leave. You know, like that's my mentality. That's my character. It's never gonna leave me. And he sees that as well, without even us having a conversation. Now that we've been around each other, he's like, man, like, it was like, I don't know how I never got in the room with you, but I'm glad we did now. You know what oh. I mean? You make it magic. That's such a like a beautiful thing for him to even acknowledge such a busy man. I mean, you are, too. But just for him to just acknowledge that alone, I'm sure you were just like in awe. I'm on cloud nine. I'm like, bro, I'm working with these and he's not playing like he's. Yeah. It's the big dogs, you know what I mean? Like, and the, and like as OT said, it's the big league. <laughs> like, it's the real players in there. It's like, he's not playing, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like R&B. And I wanted to feel like how it felt when I did it last time in the 90s. Mm. Like, I'm bringing that back. It oh. happened. And now it's like, you know, when he first said it, I was just like, yeah, I feel you. But now we a couple weeks in, it's like, yeah, oh. it's like that. Damn. So when should we be expecting this? Does he have a time frame of like when he, he should no, be doing music? Kinda just is like as soon as it's done. He's like okay. I'm about to rush it. Okay, that's good. He's not pressuring you to like mm-hmm. get it done. Nah, he just like he's just like there's a certain standard. Mm. It was like okay. I know the standard. He was yeah. like I created the standard in essence. Oh, you know what I mean? Good. So let's go. And I'm like let's go because I've been said. I'm the dude that's like. I'm the artist that's also the student in a game, you know, like, man, mm-hmm. I'm studying and I'm ready for such a time as this. And the yeah. fact that I keep getting called to come back every day. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been busy. I'm like, even just having the, the, this moment here, I'm like, this man is so busy, but if he could just take 45 minutes to just have a yeah, conversation nah. with me. No, nah, yeah, I'm going, well, I'm back up there tomorrow, elbow to elbow at the board. Like, Yo. that's how we do it. So it's that's beautiful. awesome. So he lets beautiful. you be very hands-on with everything, which I think is dope. Yeah, man. He he. If he, if you're there, he trusts you. If you let yeah. him, if you don't deliver, it's just like thanks. But if you if he knows, like he's for sure like a go ahead because he mm-hmm. he removes himself. You know what I mean? Like he'll yeah. say we he'll, he'll motivate you. He'll tell you what he wants, and he's out of the room. Mm. for you to deliver like okay I comprehended that conversation and now I'm able to articulate it via mp3 I love that is it just you in there or he has other artists that he has there's London on the track in there it's 1500 in there Mars is in there man Stacey Barth wow James Seven Streeter like it's crazy I love Seven Streeter I haven't like I wish I could we can get more of her I'm telling you she's Man, Seven about to come here tonight to the Wave Cave. So pull up with you on it. Yes, please. <laughs> I love her music. R&B. And I think me and Seven get along, like, probably, like, the most out of a lot of the songwriter artists because 
our stories are real similar. You know, we both was mm. writing songs for everyone, just writing, writing. But the passion is to be on that stage, you know? So I think we share that same hunger and love for creating as well as performing, but we both can relate to the struggles of being behind the scenes and um, transferring to, you know, that spotlight. Can you talk to us, because you you keep bringing up the fact that you went through so much, the fact that you have struggled. And I feel like a lot of people, especially young people, us millennials, we look on the gram and we see everybody just got it. The cars, the money. Talk to us about that struggle and why you stay hungry. Them old posts is archived. Right? I'm like, let me bring mine back up. I remember the days when I came to LA with $500 to my name, y'all. Let me tell you about it. right now. You know what I'm saying? Because right. people don't know, like, yo, you understand, like, when you first get signed or before you get signed, it's like you grinding for an opportunity. Seriously. It's just an opportunity. Now, once you get an opportunity, it's like you have to actually try to figure out a way to monetize on whatever you built. Yeah. <laughs> It's so many things, and it's like these coming out. It's so expensive over here. Ooh. it's a lot, yo. It's it's just a lot, and I know that people don't see all that, but you know, I'm here to tell people like, man, it's gonna take you a minute. Like I'm mm-hmm. here right now, but my first mixtape was 2010. Mm. That's 10 years, years ago. Like that's 10 years ago. Like people don't know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just see it right now and they want it right now. Mm-hmm. And they feel like they could do it right now because you do get those certain people that crack through like right now, like Nas X or like Bryson Tiller, or, you know. Da like, Vinci. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he came out here was on All American the next day. I mean, not really, but <laughs> hey, he funny though. He is funny. He's a good actor. It's right. like Bruh, when I be doing the acting auditions, they be like, yeah, he went too. I be like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I watch TikToks and it's like, yo, when somebody's really good though. Yeah, you got to give it to them. And how is your acting going, by the way? Because I know last time that we spoke, you said you were going to tap into that. Yeah, so I did, um, I have one movie that's out right now. I just did a recent audition, which they was like, yo, we love you. You know what I'm saying? If we can try to figure out a situation, just are you available? Like, I'm definitely available. And I just recently did a a TV show, which was cool with Asia and Marcel. So we're going to look out for that. Um, That one's going to be fun. That one's called Leon's Lounge. Okay. I love that. I know. I just, like I said, you're always doing something. I'm like, he's like, I got a movie. I got a TV show. I'm like, okay, flex then. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm like, because I look at it like I put out so much music that mm-hmm. people are low-key getting numb to the fact that I'm throwing out bangers. I'm like, are y'all numb ears or what? So now I'm like, all right, I'm going to shock some people in a different way. And I feel like if you want to go to different places, you got to yeah. do things you've never done. Yeah. What's your goal in acting? We got to go movie status, big dog. Okay. I've been thinking lately if I need to write my own movie. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like, why wait for the opportunity to come to me instead of creating it myself? You should. <laughs> I would love that. Movie, Just write a movie. Yes. Get with some people. Get with a team that's maybe already doing it. You know, and I think, yeah. like, that kind of stuff comes from bringing it up like this and manifesting. Mm-hmm. The right person might hear this and call me. 
For real. And then have me involved. I can help you out. Facilitation. Facilitation. I I just took my headshots like a couple weeks ago because I myself have been like, okay, all right, girl. Like it's, it's about that time. Like you came out here. This is what you wanted to do. You've been focused on radio and now the podcast. And it's like, you got to manifest. You just got to work your ass off and just get it done and stop with the excuses. Find the things that you need to execute. Just do them. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's really important. And I feel like to, if COVID has taught us anything, it's about getting uncomfortable, being uncomfortable and then getting comfortable and putting yourself out there. I think a lot of people, they're scared sometimes because they're like, oh, this is so new. This is what I wanted to do. And especially now that people are getting fired left and right, it's like, why not make your own movie? Why not write your own scripts? Why not do these things? You can do it, man. I think mm-hmm. every time I try, I say I want to try something and I just go for it. It's like people want to support things. Yeah. You no, know, they really do. So, you know, I look at it like we've shot music videos. We've shot all these different things. And there's been talking scenes in the, in the, in the beginning. Like we've had videos where it's three minutes of talking. Like, yeah. That's- like that's a movie like that if we if we continue that for 10 minutes that's a boom you need 20 minutes you got a short film and in an hour it's like just start somewhere you know mm-hmm. especially now too with like tiktok and reels and igtvs there's so many ways to just get creative and just yeah. at least make quick little 15 second flicks or whatever just to start the momentum of like look TikTok, i can do this <laughs> them things is difficult if you can figure out how to do a tiktok you can make a movie <laughs> Seriously, I'm really trying to get into that. I'm like, wait, these kids is doing this? They're going to be edit. They're going to be all video director editors. Seriously, would you do it? Yeah, but. Yeah, I haven't really been doing it as much, I feel like. I haven't seen too many. When's the last time you made one? TikTok, I don't know. I, I did this thing. <laughs> I was called TikToktober. And okay. uh, September, I was like, TikTok. I was like, next month, we're going to do a TikTok every day for October. and call it TikToktober. Yeah. And I put the first hashtag on the first day. I was like, this thing got 1.8 billion views. I'm like, they've been on TikToktober. <laughs> but I thought I came up with it, and I still yeah. ran with it. It was like, we rolling, TikToktober. Right. And we was doing one every day, and it's interesting because the more I, I was on there and the more I was active, mm-hmm. I would see the people that were into TikTok just naturally gravitate like oh okay like you showing us love we show you love you know yeah and then that month nine lives went viral mm. all while I'm promoting a whole nother song yes seven year old song and it's going crazy on TikTok I'm like and I was like, like I didn't know what you was gonna do guy I just said I'm gonna come over here and now I'm talking about bona fide viral hits Spotify playlist, you know, because TikTok That's crazy. went crazy with it. So, you know, I do feel like the more you put your energy into something, you're going to get it back. These kids really know how to work the game. Like, seriously, if you want your song to be out there, just have one of these kids make a dance and then it's just going to go crazy. Like, bust it. Charging. They know it. Now they know it. Like back in the day, it's like yep. things always change through the market. It's like mm-hmm. you got Instagram models. Okay, now you got uh, radio DJs. Yep. Okay, now you got TikTokers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a real thing. They're so really making money. Power into a 13-year-old. It's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> but yep. that's who the culture is responding to. That's who the kids are responding to. So you got to move with the time. Or get I it know. Out. How do you feel about social media? Like... I know you have to be on it, but do you feel like it's stressful at times? Like, are you just like, all right, I'm over posting. 
Cause you be tech, you be busting out fits on the gram. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> I really do, you know, and it's like it's like you gotta understand that that's your walking resume right now. Like that's mm. your working resume. The first thing people are gonna say is what's your Instagram? You right. know, so regardless of if I'm tired of it or not, I know that I can't entrust nobody else to do it the way I'ma do it. Yeah. So you do run your own platform. Everything. Dang, I ain't know all that. You're busy. Absolutely. You don't have any apps that do it for you? You just do that all in real time? That's wild. Eric, that's crazy. <laughs> I can't because I wanted to, because that's me. Like people don't look at that, even tweets on Twitter. Like it's like, I'll be like hiring certain like people sometimes and be like, yo, I need you to help me out with my Twitter. And they might do it. And I'll be like, I would never say that, especially like that. I don't want people to think that's how I said what I said. And I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> so now you wake oh up my gosh. like how's this tweet P- tweet approvals it's like by that time i might as well throw something up yeah for real so do you have like, a schedule um like daily oh yeah i have a schedule i mean my, i have like a calendar no no no. like okay so 12 o'clock tweet i'm gonna tweet oh, here 12 15 i'm gonna post the instagram nah, you just do it on the whim yeah whenever i got something like oh this is fire you know, like a content, like piece or like a picture, but I'm always releasing music. So I'm always able to have that content mm. and I'm always, you know, literally always trying to be fly. So between that and like my, like actual releases coming out from music and then naturally just being with the family, that's yeah. pretty much my Instagram. Yeah, it really is a resume so that's why i'm like you have to actually hire people to take your photos you got to make sure like yeah. the the contrast is on point they're not going like, to come on accident them photos they won't just come on accident you got to put some clothes on you got to get out you got to say hey excuse me can you take this or excuse me can you come with me i'm gonna be at this event and get some photos mm-hmm. you know because not everybody likes to just be in selfie mode like when they do no. not everybody talks to instagram hey y'all what's up today i was feeling like this so if yeah. you're not that ter- person like when you get around celebrities like i'm not i don't really like to do that <laughs> so it's like i'd rather just be the guy you know what I'm saying now i need somebody to help me mm-hmm. and capture these moments because nowadays Staying on the ground, it never happened. You know? mm. It'd be moments I'd be like, "Ooh, people see where I was at right now," but I'm not about to ask for a pic, you know. And really? It's like, you think yeah. it's weird? You're Eric Bellinger. <laughs> I don't want to ask. I don't want to bother <laughs> people's face. Okay, but you even being in their presence, like that's <laughs> an honor for them. <laughs> I'm serious. You you are Eric Bellinger. I'm so confused. That's so funny. Cause like I could see if someone like me or like my friends are like, yeah, I don't want to take a picture. I'm nervous. <laughs> but look, that's that's look at my character. Look at my genuine character. Yeah. Shining through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. I don't look at it like I just look at it like respect people's space. You know what I mean? Cause that's like I feel that. you just kind of sit here and I'm like, yo, I'm right here with my boy. Like, that's crazy to me. Like people do it to me when I'm eating, I'll be like, <laughs> I think because maybe I felt that and I feel that a lot. Yeah. So um, you're like, you know, I feel weird asking for people's pictures. Actually, you know, the you probably don't even remember this. So I met you years ago and at some venue in Hollywood and your manager surprised me because I told him that you're one of my favorite artists and he introduced me to you. This is like embarrassing. Why am I even talking about this? Huh? You serious when you be saying that? 
Yeah. <laughs> like what? Cuffing season changed my life. But we'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, so anyways, any no, seriously, my friends like they know you are one of my faves. I might not act like it, but you, I mean, cause this is what I do, but like, yeah. So anyways, so he surprised me and um, he came around the corner with your arms open, like giving me a hug. And I was just like, oh my God, like oh my God. it was a moment. It was a moment. That's it was dope, great. Man. And I think, I think for me, I just always have this mindset of get in, get out the way. Yeah. Be in the background. <laughs> chill and that comes from being like of service like I got in a game from like my hit my, like mm. when I hit it was because I was writing mm. you know what I mean and I knew how to adapt to each room and I wasn't necessarily I was letting the artist be the artist like let me let yeah. you be the star like you're the star like and I want you to feel like that because it's mm-hmm. your session but right. I'm gonna come with that hit and you're gonna know who you need to call when it's over you know what I mean <laughs> so I think that same mentality is like of like a let people be them because yeah. a lot of people want to just yeah. they want to flourish you know and I feel like my flourish is it's a timeless built within flourish that I don't need everybody like I'm cool I'm really guy I'm really him I'm really like, I'm like, really I, him honestly yeah body to shine because if everybody feels that shine the world will be a better place I don't need to take your shine I want you to shine mm, that's beautiful because like I feel the same way. I'm just like, I don't want to be all up in your face. I don't want to be taking pictures. My point in that story was like, I don't even remember if I asked you for a photo. I was such a like this, you know, this is a great moment. I want to just take it in. I don't really care for a picture. I just want to say hello and get to know you, (laughs) you know? That's that's fire. I think for me, I'm humbled to like, when people be like, what? But I, I enjoy like when somebody wants to take a picture i'm like yeah thank you for the love thank you but i think just for me i'll be trying to just stay out (laughs) (laughs) you are so humble it's crazy like you're just such the nicest person i wish i hope everybody knows this about you because not only do you exude this on your social media platform but you are really him (laughs) I'm telling you, and I think, and I when I say yeah. I'm him, I say that from a way of God's favor and the mm. utmost work ethic. Yes. I work harder than anything moving, and God gave me an, an unlimited gift, and He continues to bless me with it because He knows that I'm so selfless. Yeah. The combination of that with the hard work ethic, because like nothing's ever free, and you know you got to grind for it, and playing football and learning loyalty early, you know, like these things are growing up in church it's like yeah seeing my mom and dad married 25 years like it's like that's the only examples i know and mm. you really grind it out and you really don't get nothing i'm telling you when that joint comes you appreciate it you really do yeah how do you really feel when they see you where you're at Ooh. now today your parents man they let me know all the time they how proud they you know they are my dad's name is eric bellinger so everywhere oh. he goes he's like wait a minute is that your son like, yeah he just tells me stories same with my aunts you know all, everyone like it's like no i'm so happy that y'all can see it and i can make y'all proud yeah you know y'all can see people loving what i stand for mm-hmm. that, that is something because in a world of justin la boy <laughs> 
still value in morals and values. Now, I don't want to take up too much of your time because I've already taken up enough, but <laughs> I want to I want to leave off with this. So you have so many young boys and girls who look up to you, especially during the time we're in now. First of all, it's Black History Month. OK, um, and we've been dealing with this panini, this pandemic. What advice would you give to them right now to just keep going? Yeah. Man, I definitely say find what makes you happy whatever that may be and regardless of what anyone thinks indulge in it indulge in it it really makes you happy i feel like we live in a time now that you need to chase happiness rather than anything because if you're chasing success you could end up never happy but if you're chasing happiness there's actually a destination and it starts with a smile Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Bellinger with the- We had to end on a bang. I had to come in a finale bar. I was like, yes, let's go. <laughs> but no, I really do appreciate you. I know you're a busy man. I'm super excited to hear your music with Diddy. I mean, iconic like conversations you've been having. I, um, you see me now though, I'm charged, I'm charged. You're charged and you're, you look, you just exude like- just happiness and I, I love that for you. Yeah, man. I think you gotta realize and notice and you know, just recognize when you're doing what you love. Yeah. That's that's the goal. To be doing what you love. Like I could be like, man, I want a Grammy. I want to be number one on Billboard. But it's like that's not gonna bring me happiness. That's yeah. gonna be another goal on my list. Wow. Okay. So first and foremost, I hope you learned so much. Eric Bellinger is one of the most humble people I know, um, especially within the entertainment industry. You don't really have too many conversations like that with artists. And you can tell by just his demeanor, his persona, his energy, the way that he speaks, his elegance, that he's real. Okay. Like you don't really get real conversations like that on a regular basis with people, let alone somebody of his magnitude. So Y'all, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode, uh, not only talking about, you know, Eric's career, but just relationships, how to keep your own. And not only that, what to look for in people, because I know that's something that I'm learning. Like, look, listen, do you set the boundaries? Like, it's not just about how you look. It's about how you are internally. So not only that, just conversations he had with Diddy. I mean, I was taken back just hearing it like my eyes were getting just like so big eyed. I was like, whoa, you had a conversation with Diddy. That's just everybody's dream. At least that's my dream. So y'all, oh, this is like the worst part is like when I have to leave y'all because I love doing this and it's such an honor. And if you're not already subscribed, if you have not already rated and commented and, you know, showed some love on this podcast or shared it with a friend, please do so. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for being a part of this community and I will see you next week, but don't forget, leave it to be and let it be.